the gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. As we are here staying for a few weeks, I've been noticing this entire place, Sozo farms are surrounded by palm trees and there are so many trees here every time I pass by I cross I see them and I am always reminded of that scripture Psalm 92 verse 12 the righteous shall flourish as a palm tree Amen. I've been meditating on this for a few weeks and it has taken root in me and it has encouraged me and it has given me deeper insights and the revelation from the word that I want to share with you this morning. I am sure it will bless your heart because it has inspired and blessed my heart. As I was doing the study on this, I came across uh, uh, the, that it has 2,500 species of uh, palm trees and uh, the variety of them in, uh, in different parts of the world. They always grow in a tropical area uh, generally and uh, the beauty of that is it is so useful to mankind. People use their fruit, people use their bark, they use their leaves, people use them to make uh, uh, ropes they uh, use them to make mats and uh, they use them to build houses they say the palm branches which they use to cover the, um, the roof of the house it lasts at least more than five years that's what uh, these people say and they make some curtains they make bags they make boxes tremendous uh, usage of the palm tree and they eat, eat the fruit in every season and the fruit uh, is uh, so uh, refreshing and so healthy and people make different types of uh, uh, dishes and delicacies out of these uh, fruits. I see every inch of the palm tree is utilized for the benefit of mankind. Remember that point what I said. So as I was meditating on this, uh, on these things and reading and going through the Bible, I came across so many verses on palm tree and I found that uh, palm tree has been used since Old Testament times. In the book of uh, Leviticus, in the book of Numbers, God has given instruction to Israelites to use the palm branches in, in, during the time of festivity during the time of festival even today when Israelites celebrate their uh, popular seven festivals that is mentioned in the Old Testament one of them the last one being the festival of uh, tabernacle which is called as festival of Sukkot festival of booth it is made out of palm branches it's it's like a like a small booth where people uh, build it with palm branches live inside of it for seven days if you see in the book of Leviticus chapter 23 verse number 40 it says to build uh, using palm branches and they should live in it and celebrate and be joyful it's a commandment that you shall rejoice you shall celebrate amen what an amazing thing God wants us to celebrate God wants us to be joyful at all times 
you know why the old testament is the shadow of the new testament so in the old testament they were actually commemorating they coming out of the egypt coming out of slavery and where the tabernacle was moving the presence of god was with them and moving along with them but for us for the church it is the coming of the king it is the it, it is talking about jesus it is jesus living in mankind wherever we move the presence of god moves with us amen so god had given them clear instructions to use palm branches and throughout the bible i see it is used as a symbol of joy triumph festivity fertility victory always when the conquering king would come they would wave at him with the palm branches because those days they didn't have flags such as we have now so they would use the, the palm branches and wave it because the lord had instructed the hebrews to do that that means it has to be something very significant isn't it and i came across uh, this powerful verse in the book of uh, judges when i see in the book of judges chapter 4 verse number 5 it says deborah she would uh, she would sit under a palm tree it was popularly called as palm of deborah and she would uh, solve the disputes and the problems and give the judgment to the people she will hold her coat under a palm tree and which was like a, a a symbol of prominence which was the symbol of victory amen which was the symbol of a ruler wow amen so she would stand under that palm tree and do the judgment to the people amazing and then i went on to find that when jesus entered the triumphal entry of jesus in the book of john chapter 12 verse number 12 and 13 it is recorded in all the four gospels matthew mark luke and john that when jesus entered jerusalem uh, during the festivity jesus entered when they were celebrating the festival of sukkot and during the passover during the time of passover Jesus enters Jerusalem and all the people uh, welcome him and they take the palm branches and they run to him they wave at him and they drop their cloaks they lay down their garments to uh, welcome Jesus and Jesus would come riding on the donkey's called as per the prophecy of the book of zechariah and even today if you see in so many churches they still still celebrate it as a palm sunday amen it is just to commemorate what the lord had done his crucifixion his resurrection and the coming of the king because in the book of revelation chapter 7 verse number 9 it clearly says the the apostle john says he saw a multitude this is about second coming he saw a multitude of people from different tribe from different nation different language different background all wearing the white robe and uh, they all had palm branches in their hand you can see that scripture they had palm branches in their hand 
and they were they were rejoicing at the king amen welcoming the king just at the just what happened during the triumphal entry they all started singing hosanna hosanna in the highest blessed is the one who comes in the name of the lord amen they thought he was a political leader they they thought that he is going to overthrow the roman government they just saw him as a temporary earthly king but jesus is beyond that he is king of kings and lord of lords and it says that they use palm branches to welcome wow amazing thing now the bible says in the book of psalm 92 verse number 12 that is the key text for this morning the righteous shall flourish as a palm tree i want all of you to see this short video that we filmed so that you get to see the type of palm tree that that is found here in south india and it becomes a image a picture in your mind and see some of the benefits so that when that picture is in your mind and now when i explain it to you i want this message not just to be a information but take deep root inside of you and become a revelation so have a look at the video the variety of the palm tree that is found here in Tamil Nadu and about the drink uh, that is the sap they cut a particular branch of the palm uh, uh, tree and they collect it drop by drop and the people here say that it is very nutritious very healthy and they drink it early morning in the empty stomach and i have a revelation out of that to share with you at the end of my message so let's see the text for this morning read with me psalm 92 verse number 12 13 and 14 the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in lebanon those who are planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our god they shall still bear fruit in old age they shall be fresh and refreshing amen the bible says the righteous shall flourish as a palm tree as i was studying this if i have to explain this i will have to divide this single verse into three part explanation the righteous flourishing as a palm tree church firstly you must understand only a righteous 
man shall flourish as a palm tree and you must know you are the righteousness of God amen so what is the meaning of the righteous man what is the meaning of the righteousness of God amen that means you have right standing with God today God sees you worthy today God sees you sinless blameless holy perfect just as Jesus is so are you he sees you amen how did this happen you must know this when Jesus came to uh, to the earth Jesus made a such a powerful statement in the Gospels in the book of Matthew Jesus said when you have to spoil a strong man's house firstly you have to bind the strong man unless you bind the strong man you cannot spoil his house or take his goods so Jesus was actually trying to refer to Satan second Corinthians chapter 4 verse number 4 says he is small g he is the God of this world how did he become the prince the God of this world by deceiving Adam and Eve by cheating Adam and Eve by selling his lies to Adam and Eve he he took the authority from Adam and Eve he became an illegal immigrant here on the planet earth it was the dominion rule of Adam and Eve here so he cheated them and because they obliged to him obeyed him they yielded to him they became sinful and every offspring of Adam and Eve was sinful thereafter because the sin is in the blood amen so now oh the, whoever is sinful Satan has hold on them because they are yielding to Satan they are giving in road to Satan they are welcoming Satan they are cooperating with Satan so Satan has hold on anyone who is sinful and every one of us were sinful everybody because we are sinful by our birth from the Adamic nature is in us now when Jesus came uh, to the earth Jesus was born not of a man so the blood of Jesus was perfect and holy he had no sin in him he did no sin in him there was no sin that is why Jesus said when the prince of this world the ruler when he comes that is small g the ruler of the dark forces when he comes in the book of uh, gospel of John chapter 14 Jesus said when he comes he will find nothing in me what did Jesus mean he said he has no claim on me why Jesus is sinless Jesus had no sin in him so Satan had no claim on him so how did Jesus bind the strong man understand Jesus did not bind the strong man with ropes Jesus bound the strong man with his righteousness amen so Adam and Eve let him lose because of their sin sin reigned and Satan had his rampart and creation is groaning under the weight of that sin and now Jesus came and Jesus was tempted and tested in every way yet without sin now the righteous one of God he had all 
all the power to defeat Satan because there was no sin in him. That is why he swallowed up death. That is why death could not hold him. And Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, defeating Satan, taking back the authority, amen, as a man because man lost the authority. Now man takes back the authority and the keys of death and Hades and all authority in heaven and earth is with Jesus. Amen. Now this is the righteousness of God that it is talking about. That is absolutely no sin. So now understanding Romans chapter 5 verse 17 where it says, through one man's disobedience, sin entered the world. All of us were called sinners. Through one man's obedience, now all of us have been made righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for his obedience. Amen. Thank God for his obedience. Because of Jesus' obedience, because of Jesus' righteousness, today we are the righteousness. That means Satan has no claim on you. Satan has no hold on you. Because Jesus died, every right of Satan on you is forever denied. Amen. So you must know, church, that today you have right standing with God. Today God sees you as worthy. Today God sees you as Jesus himself himself. Amen. So now when you know this powerful truth that you are the righteousness, God made him sin who knew no sin so that you can be made righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. Now when you understand you are the righteousness of God, then you will be able to claim all the blessings that is spoken over the righteous. When you see the Bible from Old Testament to New Testament, all the blessings that God has spoken belong to righteous. Amen. What do I mean? It says the blessing are on the head of righteous. The memory is blessed for the righteous one. The children of righteous are mighty in the land. A righteous man cries unto the Lord and the Lord God delivers him from all his troubles. In the book of Peter, it says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. Amen. In the words of Psalmist David, he said, I was young, now I am old, but I have not seen righteous forsaken, nor their descendants begging for bread, because the righteous shall inherit the land land. Amen. A righteous man may fall seven times, but he will rise up every time. Amen. Wealth and riches are in the house of righteous. There is much treasure in the house of righteous. The righteous man shall not be shaken. Amen. The Bible says you are the righteous man. The righteous shall live by faith. Amen. Today our righteousness is a gift. We are not righteous by our works. 
we got it as a gift and you have to receive it because Romans 5.17 says by receiving abundance of grace and gift of righteousness you will reign in life to reign in life you have to receive abundance of grace and a gift gift of righteousness which Jesus gave us freely so receive that righteousness know your standing know your heritage know the blessings that are rightfully yours. Amen.